Hi, and welcome to the Mindful Shape Podcast. My name is Paula Parker. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to change your story about yourself, how changing your self-concept will automatically get you to start doing what you need to, even though you haven't been doing it, and you'll learn the neuroscience behind it. One of the things that I think attracts people to coaching and personal growth in general is the idea that you can be a better version of yourself. We live our lives in a linear time and we thrive when we have forward momentum. It gives us purpose. Our very sense of ourselves is partly who we are trying to become and our future self, if you think of it in that way. So have you ever wanted to reinvent yourself? There's something about this concept to me that's so appealing, right? It has been for me, actually. Like, if you could just wipe the slate clean and start over. Maybe it's simply a new and improved version of your current self, or maybe it's someone completely different, someone who dresses and acts totally different than you do now. There's something so freeing about this idea, and I suspect it's why people love dressing up, like in costumes or even doing drag, you get to drop your baggage and escape and pretend for a little while. And celebrities do this really well. Think of Madonna and Lady Gaga or even, you know, Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift. They need to change their image on a regular basis to stay interesting and relevant. Remember the Lady Gaga of 2009 when uh, Poker Face was such a hit? the whole masquerade ball thing that she was doing. Then she did the meat suit she wore to some sort of event. Um, And then, you know, more recently, she went into acting with A Star is Born, and she looked completely different. With every new incarnation, she changes. She changes her look. And it seems like whatever change she does, whichever look she embodies, her fans seem to embrace it. They believe the new identity, the new story. So... Why am I bringing this up? If you want to change anything about yourself, you need to start changing your old story about who you are. That is you from the past, not your future self, who you are becoming. The narrative that you tell yourself about yourself is the most important thing you have. It becomes your identity. So to gain forward momentum, you want to be using your future self as an anchor, not your past self. A perfect example of this are clients who have a story that they have an addictive personality. I hear this often. Maybe you've even said this about yourself. Now, to whether this is even a thing or not, I think is for another day. But for this example, she says this because she identifies as someone who lacks self-control. And this is based on her past behavior. So whether that's food or binging Netflix on the weekend, over shopping or whatever. So imagine for this woman how hard it is for her to change any type of compulsive behavior or habit when she thinks this about herself. So when you think this is part of your personality, again, this is based on the past. And how might it be different if you anchored toward the belief that you can trust yourself, that you're actually the one in control of your decisions and you are coming from a place of power. 
And also let's soften it up just by saying like, you don't need to change a single thing to be a full human being. But I think most people have something that they want to improve in their life, even if that thing is total self-acceptance. So let me just say that again. The narrative that you tell yourself about yourself is the most important thing that you have. And often it's so ingrained in us that until we reflect, we actually don't know that it's optional. I'll share a quick story from my personal experience to give you another example. Maybe this will help you reflect on a similar experience in your own life that ultimately changed how you saw yourself or even your whole identity. So years ago, I was working in retail and feeling very disenchanted with that particular career trajectory. And I simply didn't know what kind of change I should make because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I went to this conference and I met an executive coach and he took me under his wing for a while. And one day we met for coffee at Starbucks and, you know, I was complaining about my job. And then I also mentioned that I had a side project where I was designing jewelry. I was creating handcrafted pendants out of like cabinet samples that were really graphic based and selling them online at trade shows. And then he asked me a question that changed the trajectory of my life. He said, what would Paula the designer be like? And it was so powerful because I never thought of myself as a designer ever. But with that question, I could try it on. I could try the thought on um, with no commitment. Just try it on and see what it would feel like. And it felt thrilling, actually. I really loved it. So I ended up going to school to take graphic design. And design has been a huge part of my life and my career ever since. So think about for yourself what identity you want to try on. Just think of it like a sweater. You can take it off if you don't like it. But how would you want your friends to describe you? Maybe as athletic or health conscious? Or someone who's really focused and driven, someone who's committed, who sets goals and achieves them, what would that person be like? If you start thinking of yourself as that kind of person, your actions will naturally follow. When I started leaning into the identity of being a designer, I was open to more possibilities that moved me in this direction. I then took the action step of going to school for design, which turned that into a reality again. So it didn't happen overnight, sure, but it did happen. Right now, your identity is determined by your past, and that doesn't have to get in the way of taking the action you want to take. So what are your big dreams? What action do you need to take to get you there? And how do you need to relate to yourself to actually get yourself to take that action? So disclaimer here, I have a social science degree. I did a triple major in psychology, anthropology, and sociology. I did not take any neuroscience, so that's my disclaimer, but I am really fascinated with the subject. So I'll share with you what I've learned as I best understand it, Hopefully, like me, it will help you make sense of yourself. And I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to go deeper on your own. So I want to connect how you can shift your old identity to a new identity, your past self to your future self, through a neuroscience perspective. 
Okay, so your brain is with you no matter where you go, right? It's processing your daily experience and carries all of the history that happened in the form of memories that are not accurate. Why are they not accurate? Because your brain can't keep every little thing on record. So to be efficient, it has recorded the memory by compressing the information in storage. And here's why it's really interesting. Memories change every time you use them. So if I ask you what you had for lunch yesterday, you open up that stored memory and tell me, but then it goes back into storage and you save it differently. So when I ask you again later, you'll open up that modified version, not the original version, not the original memory. This means you can change the past in a way, or at least you can change your experience of the things that have happened in the past. The main point is that all you really have is the present, which is only a sliver of reality. That's all you have. And you can control everything that happens there you get to interact with the present through your thinking. If you keep telling yourself a different story, you will change your narrative, not just in theoretical sense. That's what I wanna get across here. Over time, you will actually change how you relate to yourself through this modified memory process. You are not confined to your past experiences. You can look at things differently. This is how psychotherapy and coaching work. So for me, it was really helpful to know that this is a brain process. It's not just like an esoteric concept of like, you can change your story. This is actually happening in your brain. So think of it like this. When you have a limiting thought that's rooted in your past, like I have an addictive personality, first question that thought, where did it come from? Is it even valid? Maybe that's all it takes to start changing your story. But if you're a slow learner like me, you'll need to work harder. If you're working with someone, it's easier because that person doesn't see you from your limited perspective, from your past. No, they see you at your goal, like it's been achieved already. Now, your friends and family are an exception to this. You can have the most amazing friends and family, but you may notice that they use your past or current version of you as the anchor. So like, if I tell my mom my dream is to coach full time, she doesn't actually see me as a coach. So she's gonna be like, yeah, that's nice. Now, I love my mom. She's supportive in her own way. And I don't blame her because I understand that's her reality, right? That's her reference point. She doesn't identify me as a full-time coach yet because it hasn't yet manifested in the physical world. It's still an idea. Now, if I start working with a coach myself who says, damn right, you're going to be a full-time coach. It's already done on the non-physical plane. That's what my former coach, Karen Title used to say, and I'll put a link to her website in the show notes as well if you um, want to work with her. She's a master coach and she's excellent. Now, she would say, okay, what's the next step to bring this into the physical plane as soon as possible, right? That difference is simply due to a different perspective of me. So how I show up, how I talk about my coaching business with my mom is different than how I talk about it with my coach. Makes sense, right? And that reinforces the whole dynamic and identity. So let's bring this back to you. Who are you being toward yourself about your big dream? 
Now, that's probably not a coaching business. Maybe it's about releasing 50 pounds or meeting your person. Whatever it is, check in with yourself right now. Who are you being in this scenario with yourself? Are you being my mom, seeing the past you, or the coach who sees the future you who has already succeeded, already accomplished the goal? But it can be hard to change your story. I know that. So how you see yourself, it can be a big thing. So how do you do it? Let's talk about some real practical things that you can start doing to um, bring this into your life. First, you have the ability to change any story by reflecting on it and choosing to learn. So that's the case if we're talking about why you went off plan yesterday or if you still carry residual baggage from like a previous breakup. Take the time in your journal or with a professional to reflect on your thoughts, feelings, and actions and decide what you will do in a similar circumstance next time. This is how we learn and grow. So we're bringing it to the surface. We're not going unconscious. Secondly, ask, is this true? Bring it out in the open. Get out of your old programming by using this simple question over and over again. So often we're not taking action because we're living from an old identity that doesn't believe it's actually possible. Do you have a core belief that you won't get what you want or that your dream isn't even possible for you? Question that thought. Again, bring it to the surface. Number three is get pumped about your new identity. Again, whether this is your journal or you're doing it with a coach, what would be possible for you if you lived from this new identity? How would your life look differently? So like if you're thinking of yourself as an athlete, maybe that means working out like six days a week or something. That's what athletes do. If you start to get pumped, but then you find yourself going down the rabbit hole of negativity, the same old thoughts of like, yeah, but I always say I'm going to eat right and I never do. Okay, stop it. Notice yourself doing that and don't let your brain slip into black and white thinking, which is anchored to the past. This is your brain being really smart and justifying your current story. Know that people change. You can change. Your brain can and will make physical changes that can be measured if you can start anchoring in your thoughts to your future self. Okay, so number five, how do you get unstuck? Now go back to the question, how do you want to think about yourself? For example, do you want to think of yourself as smart or as learning? Someone who learns quickly, who works until they get it. This is when it's really helpful to work with a coach because they can call you out on that BS and actually walk you through it. And fun fact, it only takes your brain eight repetitions to code something. So why do you think celebrities get paid millions for endorsements? If I show you a picture of Jennifer Aniston and then I show you a picture of Smart Water, then eight times I show you those pictures together, your brain will now associate Jennifer Aniston with Smart Water and vice versa. Even if it's simply subconsciously, your brain has coded those two items together. And actually, certain times of day will influence the number of repetitions needed too. So it can be down to three if you tie it to a certain time. Okay, so let's get back to it. So you can vow to code some thoughts for yourself. Make a list of your obstacle thoughts that you know will come up when you make a plan and then you're in that sacred moment when you have a choice to take an action. 
if you can code a thought like I'll never change with I'm changing slowly every day, you'll start building a new identity for yourself. Or for example, if you can code I'm lazy and I don't feel like working out to I can do 15 minutes even if I don't feel like it because I'm badass. Think of the difference, right? So what's happening over there for you right now in that beautiful brain of yours? You may be thinking, this all sounds okay, but you probably won't do it. You know, I probably won't do it. See how clever your brain is? So efficient. This will be so much extra work. You know, who wants that? I have enough on my plate. I get it. And for some of you, that might be perfectly fine. Just some food for thought. But I suspect that for many of you, that's simply not good enough. You are tired of going in circles. You're tired of watching others succeed while you're wondering why you're a smart person and yet you aren't where you want to be. You do not have to be smart to master your brain. In fact, I sometimes wonder if it hinders you because you tend to overanalyze, overplan, and keep beating that same drum of your old concept, your past self. So let's review. What have we learned today? First, what's your big dream and what identity is tied to that big dream? What are the obstacle thoughts you're having on a regular basis that are getting in the way? Question them and replace them with the thoughts that are in alignment with your goal and with your future badass self. If you were your own coach who believed in you, and you are, how would you relate to yourself differently? You can become whoever you want to be. And it takes self-reflection, patience, and time. But don't worry, the neuroscience backs you up. Thanks for listening to this episode, and I hope that was helpful. Okay, so I've been adding a little outro on this podcast, but I don't like it. It really makes me cringe. It just feels too contrived, and it's just really not my style. So here's the deal. I love putting this content together in this podcast because... When I think about my clients and women like them, it really matters to me that they have a resource to help them, even if I'm not coaching them directly, because so much of this content I'm literally writing for myself so that I will do it for myself. Also, this is a way for me to get the info out there to reach people that I would never otherwise encounter. So I've decided to never run any kind of ads on this podcast because Frankly, you know, that's not what you want. I hate ads on podcasts and I listen to a lot of podcasts. But as you may or may not know, I work full time at a nine to five job and this podcast takes a lot of time and energy. So if you are finding it valuable, if you like the content, you can do me a huge favor by writing me a short review because that really helps with the algorithm and then um, I can helps me gain more exposure. And I just want to say thank you so much to those of you who have already done so. It really means a lot to me. So as always, if you want to connect with me, you can find me on my website at mindfulshape.com where I also have transcripts of all these podcast episodes. And you can also find me on Instagram at mindful underscore shape. Okay, that's all I got for you. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you soon.